You are listening to the Phenom NFL Show on the Phenom Media Podcast Network, powered by the most passionate young sports analysts in the game. If you're looking for creative, informative, and high-quality sports content, you've come to the right place. Phenom Media boasts a team of over 100 youth contributors from around the world, covering every sport on every media platform. Make sure to follow Phenom on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as all of the Phenom podcast channels for daily content. The link tree in the episode description includes a direct link to all of the aforementioned platforms, so click on that to access everything. If you enjoy the episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a positive review so more people can discover the podcast. Now, let's get to the show. Hey guys, this is Vishnu, Shaker, and Pranjay for the Phenom NFL Show. And today, we're going to be talking about our predictions Super Wild Card Weekend. I'm going to go first, predicting the Bills versus Colts game. So, Right now, um, you know, again, this is a close game, but I got the Bills because, and the main reason is, is just because the Bills' offense has just been ridiculous this year. Josh Allen's been in a hot streak, you know, in these last few games. He's thrown for over 300 yards in the last four out of five games. And, you know, I think he's really given this Bills' offense something they really haven't had in, in years, a, you know, a true signal caller. And obviously their passing attack is lethal. They got a top three receiver in digs. And they just have many other options besides that. Even if Diggs gets shut, shut down, he can spread it out, you know, to Cole Beasley, who's a consistent third down target, Isaiah McKenzie, and Dawson Knox. And, you know, I think the main thing is the Bills have so much confidence. You see that they're, they've just been having fun, you know, during the games. I truly believe that they're the, they're the most dangerous team coming out of the AFC right now. Um, you know, obviously we know they're a Hail Mary away from being on a 10-game winning streak. Um, the highest scoring offense in the league, and they're this, and they're second in terms of total offense. And right now, with this win against the Colts, I would make them my number one contender. And it's not a slight to the Colts, obviously, but all year. Um, I think that the only way they have to win, they can win this game, is through their run game. Obviously, we've seen you know the best way to beat the Bills is through the traditional ground and pound tactic. But that you know, but that being said, I, I think that the pass rush led by you know Tremaine Edmonds and even Matt Milano shut down both Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. And um, I think their passing offense is pretty, you know, mediocre. Um, obviously, Philip Burber is a veteran QB. Um, I think he's just only going to get older, and his arm nearly isn't what he used to be. I think in terms of postseason success, um, his record really hasn't spoken volumes. And I think that the Colts, you know, out defense, which has been really amazing this year, um, I just don't think they're – going to be enough to stop the Bills who are, who are going to get ahead quick, and I think they're going to maintain this all. Yeah, I feel pretty much the same way. The Bills are the most dangerous team in the AFC, or even in the league right now. They're playing really well since week 10. They have won every single game by double digits. It's going to be really hard to stop them, and even if the Colts do have a good matchup with a solid defense, some great corners. Like you saw Xavier Rhodes has been playing extremely well. He should be shadowing Stephon Diggs and the Colts run game, obviously, which is the only way to really beat the Bills, control the clock, keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. But I just don't think the Bills do it well. Uh, the Colts do it well enough. 
And I don't think that Rivers can play consistent enough to get the Colts to win. Yeah, I think the uh, the Bills are going to win. But um, the only thing that could prevent them from winning is their mentality right now. I know they're super confident. They've been winning a lot of games. But they also don't have much playoff experience. And they haven't been that good in the playoffs for a long time. Um, and you can see, like, there's some clips of them, like, having a lot of fun in practice. You know, they're, they're having a good time. But for a team that hasn't been in the playoffs often and for a team that doesn't have much experience, especially with, like, a relatively, like, new head coach in Sean McDermott, or, yeah, Sean McDermott, I, I don't know if there's a chance that they can, like, overthink it. There's a chance they could, you know, not be fully prepared or underestimate the Colts, I think. But in in terms of gameplay, there's no there's no reason as to why the Bills shouldn't, you know, easily cruise by the Colts, in my opinion. All right, um, so next we have the Seahawks and Rams, and Shaker will be doing that. Yeah, so Seahawks-Rams, it's a divisional game. Um, I – and – Rumor is that uh, John Walford's going to be, you know, playing starting again. But I, I think Seattle's going to win, regardless of who's their quarter, of who the Rams quarterback is going to be. I think the defense knows how to stop this Rams offense, and they know how to, you know, like unless the Rams establish the run game on the Seahawks defense, which has been very hard uh, to, you know, establishing the run against that defense. It's been very hard for opposing teams. Unless they're able to do that, I don't think the Rams stand a chance against beating the Seahawks. Um, but I am very curious to see how Russell Wilson plays. Um, obviously I have high expectations for him into this game. I don't, I I think it should be different as to how he's been playing in the past eight weeks of the regular season, but I hope he goes back into this early season form. Um, but I think the Seahawks defense by itself should be able to stop the Rams, regardless of who their quarterback is. Cause Josh Allen, I mean, Jared Goff, he can't, uh, he can't run the ball really. He's scared to run the ball. Um, and jo um, John Walford is, you know, he just doesn't have ex enough experience uh, to win a playoff game, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, Seahawks are going to come away with this one, um, regardless of how Russell Wilson plays, in my opinion. Yeah, I think uh, Sean McVay, he played his cards really close to the vest. I think that it was pretty smart of him not to say who was going to be starting at quarterback, because now the Seahawks have the game plan for both uh, Jared Goff and John Walford, which obviously makes it tougher for the Seahawks. But I think either way, no matter who plays quarterback, I think the Seahawks are going to find a way to pull this out in the end. And you see this type of thing happen almost every year. The Seahawks will be playing a team that's worse than them or maybe missing a couple of players. And they string it out to the end, let the other team hang in it. But the Seahawks always somehow find a way to win those games. And I think we're going to see the same thing this year. The Rams are going to keep it close, and it's not going to look like the Seahawks are playing well. But in the end, I think they'll be able to pull it out. Yeah, um, uh, like like's been mentioned before, I really think John Walford's um, performance in the Cardinals last year was kind of a fluke. Um, besides his running game, which was really kept him afloat, abilities all right. Um, obviously, they put a beaten Cardinals team with led by Traveler. So, you know, I think the Seahawks are going to be a much tougher matchup. And I think that obviously the Seahawks defense has been under the microscope all season. But I really think that they get sort of a sort of a pass here. But if they were to win, which I expect them to, I think they really need to step it up. The division. Okay, so the next game is Bucks versus Washington football team, and a lot of people think that this game is going to be a blowout. It's going to be an easy win for the Bucks. But I honestly believe that the Washington football team is going to keep this close, and I'm not sure if they're going to be able to pull away in the end. But I think the game is definitely going to be a lot closer than people expect. Because as we all know, Brady has struggled under pressure this year. And the Washington football team, they have one of the best defensive lines in football. 
And the only thing they've really struggled with, you saw against Kyler Murray early in the season and against Russell Wilson, both quarterbacks who I believe they only registered like one sack in total against. They, they struggle with mobile quarterbacks and Brady is not that. And with Brady being probably going to be under heavy pressure under this Washington football team defensive line, I think they could fluster the Bucks offense a bit, but I'm not quite sure if the Washington football team offense will be able to do it enough to win the game. Yeah, I think it's going to be close, um, but it, it really depends on what version of the Buccaneers you see, right? Like either you've seen multiple different versions of Tom Brady this year, or the Tom Brady that loses to the Chicago Bears, or the Tom Brady, you know, that put up all those numbers against Detroit in the first half. It really depends on what Tom Brady you see. Um, and it de- and that Bucks offensive line really isn't all that good, in my opinion. And it's not and it's not an uh, offensive line that could completely neutralize the Washington's defensive line. So I think it's going to be an interesting matchup, and it really depends on how the Buccaneers' offense plays more than, you know, the Washington football team's defense has been pretty consistent overall. So I think the main X factor in this game is how Brady plays and how his line plays. I mean, I wouldn't agree that the uh, the Bucks' line is not good. They're, they're an extremely good line, and they've been able to stay healthy over the course of the season. I'm not, saying they're not a good, I'm not saying they're not a good line, but I'm not, I'm not saying, like, you know they're not the best offensive they're, line. They're, they're one of the best offensive line. I, I would I wouldn't say they're like top five, top ten. I wouldn't say that. What? How are they not top five or top ten? I wouldn't say that. Vishnu. Yeah, I see both these takes. Um, Dranje, um, I kind of disagree with the fact that you think that the football team is going to keep keep this close. I think, um, I think they're most likely going to start an injured Alex Smith. Who has who's been all right this year? I mean, he can only throw so many checkdowns and do the short game so much. The Bucks' offense can get away quick and they can score a lot. And I think in a worst case scenario, they're going to start what Taylor Heineke, who's really a gamble. And I I really don't think that the Washington football team has the offensive capacity to keep to keep up with the the Bucks, who have just been so hot this year. Mm. Right. Uh, so. Also- about the offensive line thing Brady's pressure percentage is bottom bottom five or bottom six among starting quarterbacks I mean the thing about Brady is he knows how to work without weapons right he knows when to get rid of the ball he knows how to work with the offensive line that's not all that good he can make an offensive line that's not that good look really like pretty good so I don't know if it being Brady's offensive line you know it's not clear really but again I don't think it what I'm trying to say when I talk about the offensive line is not an offensive line that is going to surefire, like it's guaranteed going to neutralize Washington football team's defensive line. There, There is some question there. So that's that's the only thing I was talking about. But next up we have uh, Vishnu with the Ravens and Titans game. Yeah, so this game is going to be probably the, one of the closest games in the wildcard. Either way. But I am taking the Titans here by a slim margin. Um, and I think that the reason is, obviously, they're going to hop on the back of Derrick Henry. He's coming off a ridiculous 2,000-yard regular season and back-to-back rushing titles. I think that last year in the divisional round, that's exactly how Henry single-handedly beat the Ravens. You know, um, Obviously, just, they just ran the ball, ran the ball. They ran out the clock, and they didn't really give Lamar Jackson enough time to, to um, get back. The Titans... As long as they don't turn the ball over a lot, um, I think they could run an offense. And 
you know, in defense of the Ravens, I think that what the Ravens have to do here to have a chance of winning is obviously utilize the ground game too. Um, the Titans have had a pretty bad run game. I think that Lamar Jackson, you know, he has been solid this year, but he hasn't been anything like his MVP form last year. But obviously, you know, in the second half of the season, he sort of reestablished the passing game. And I think that for the Ravens to even win, they have to they have to um, run the ball well. You know, they have to lead it with obviously Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards. Um, and I think that it's going to be a very close game. Yeah, I think this is going to be probably the best game of Wild Card Weekend. And I'm pretty disappointed that this game wasn't put in a night window because I think it's far and away the best game. And I think that the Ravens are going to win, but it could honestly go either way. Both teams, it's going to come down to who can get a stop. We all know how bad the Titans defense has been this year. They can't get pressure. They're not great at stopping the run either. And the Ravens have quietly had a really great offense this year. They generate a lot of explosive plays. They're one of the most efficient offenses in the NFL, scoring, well, I believe, one point every 12.1 yards, which is the best in the league by far. So I think the Ravens are going to just be able to score on the Titans more than the Titans can score on the Ravens' defense. And even though the Titans' defense uh, offense is great, I think the Ravens' defense can buckle down and get a couple stops and I think that's going to be the difference in the game. Yeah, I expect it to be a very close game. Um, and it could really go either way. I don't think there's a, you know, there's a right pick right now. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be an interesting matchup to see how the Ravens defense can really um, try to stop Tannehill and Derrick Henry in that offensive, you know, Arthur Smith's offense. But, yeah, it's going to be a great game. By far the best game of the weekend. Um, yeah. yeah. Next up, Paranjay is going to talk about the Bears and Saints. Yeah, I think the Bears are going to beat the Saints this weekend. Uh, the Saints, you look at their roster, really nothing scares you other than Alvin Kamara. And the Bears have fast enough linebackers with Roquan Smith and I believe Danny Trevathan that they can really chase around Kamara, make sure that he doesn't completely run all over them like he did against the Vikings. And once you take away Kamara, or at least neutralize Kamara somewhat, the the Saints offense is not all that scary. You have Drew Brees throwing to like Jared Cook and Emmanuel Sanders and maybe an injured Michael Thomas. That doesn't scare me as a defense. And when you have guys like Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith, even Jalen Johnson at cornerback and on the other side, Kyle Fuller, Eddie Jackson, this Bears defense has been really good this year. And I'm not sure that the Saints offense is going to be able to score too much on them. And even if the Bears offense is led by Mitch Trubisky, David Montgomery has been playing amazing in the back half of the season. And I think despite the Saints' good run defense, I think David Montgomery could take advantage of them a little bit. And Marshawn Lattimore, he's good against bigger receivers, but I'm not sure how well he'll hold up against Allen Robinson. So I think the Bears could actually pull up the upset. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an interesting game for sure. I, I don't think I don't agree with Paranji that the you know the Bears are gonna beat the Saints. It's a bold prediction, it's a bold take, but I think the safer pick is to go with the Saints here because you know you just know what they're gonna give you each week. You don't know what the Bears are gonna give you. You don't know how Mr. Bissy's gonna play. Um, but I see the Saints coming out on top, but I understand what Paranji's saying. Yeah, um I I have to disagree with Paranji here. I I'm taking the Saints. I think that the Saints defense is Simply too good to let the Bears score a lot, and you keep um, and 
you know, they're top five in pretty much every single major defensive category. The only way the Bears can really beat them is through the run, and I really don't think David Montgomery can do that much against this solid defense. And I think that, you know, um, I think it, it could be a high-scoring game, and in that case, obviously, you have to pass the ball a lot. I think that Trubisky, you know, he has been good of late, but I really don't think he has the ability, and he's under a lot of pressure. I really don't think he has the ability to keep up with the Saints here. I believe that the Saints front seven is going to apply a lot of pressure. This game is going to force a lot of tough decisions. And I think the Saints are going to get plenty of takeaways as, as they have all year. And, you know, I think that if the Bears want to win, it's going to come down to, you know, Trubisky's strength and whether he, he's going to play at that elite level, which people expect. And I think you also mentioned something else. You, you said that Roquan Smith, you know, he's been great for the Bills. I actually think he's um, – I'm pretty sure he's questionable. So – I'm not even sure if he's going to play anyway. So, you know, I, I would take the Saints here. All right, yeah, so moving on, we have uh, the final game of the uh, wildcard weekend. We have Browns versus Steelers. Um, this is a very interesting game because obviously the Browns just beat the Steelers um, week 17. But, again, the Steelers weren't playing all of their guys. Um, I do think that the Browns, when they're, like, playing their game, are, could be better than the Steelers when they're playing their, like, best football. And I think the Browns could topple the Steelers in that sense. But I'm not sure. If, you know, you don't know what you're going to get from the Browns. You could get the Browns that played against the Jets. Or you can get the Browns, you know, that have that played really good against some really good teams this year, like like the Titans. So um, I'm not sure what we're going to get from the Browns. Um, but I think the Steelers are the safer pick, again, because you they've established themselves. They have a good defense. And if the offense can even just, like, get going to, a, like, a small extent, I think the Steelers can pull it off. But, again, the Browns should Browns could be on upset. Like, the Steelers could be on upset alert because the Browns could really, you know, be really dynamic because um, they have all the playmakers. They have uh, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. They have the receivers. And they have Baker, who's one week he could be really good, one week he could be not so good. So, I would say right now it's the Steelers, but watch out for the Browns this weekend. I mean, Sunday. Uh, I honestly think the Browns don't really have a chance. You saw them play last week at, uh, against the Steelers. And even with Big Ben and some other key pieces for the Steelers out, the Browns really did not hold up well at all. And they needed Mason Rudolph to incomplete a two-point conversion to win that game. And the fact that that game went down to the wire really signals me to the fact that the Browns are not going to really compete with the Steelers. And even if they hang around, uh, I have no doubt that the Steelers are going to win. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's going to be – um, a blowout by the Steelers, but I definitely think it's going to be a close game. Um, again, like Shaker said, it's all going to come down to how Baker Mayfield plays. Is he going to be a leader on the field? Is he going to make some good plays? Or is he just going to pop back to sort of a mediocre level in which those defense, uh, you know, over, overcome his play? So I think it all comes down to that. I think the Steelers, um, you know, their offense has been has been pretty, pretty good this year, but I think that um, – Big Ben is not what he used to be, and I think that if they're if they're passing off is well going, if if Juju, if Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, um, if if they don't you know get a lot of separation, and if Big Ben isn't make, able to make good plays, I think that. Okay, yeah, that's those are our takes for the wild card weekend. Um, yeah, that'll be all for this show.